When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, we know a guy who does great things with baboon ligaments. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. How's it going? That's Kevin. What's up y'all? Alright, let's just get into it. No time to waste. Tommy, what's our topic today? What, uh, what was life like for the Ducks after D1 and between D2? Yes, and time period I think is very important here. So, reviewed some tape and the announcer during Bombay's a uh, little scene when he's playing in the minor leagues is he said last year he leads the Ducks to this title. This year at age 29, he's a step away from the NHL. So, first of all, we assumed Bombay was 29 when he was coaching. He was actually 28. But I think last year and then this year, so I think we're looking at maybe like a full year between Bombay leaving and Bombay returning because you got to figure – if he plays in the minors, like he's got to prove himself for at least like a year, if not more. Plus, he leaves when he leaves at the end of D one. It's cold; everyone's in coats and whatnot, and it's very clearly like summerish here. So, I don't know if Bombay. I feel like Bombay leaves kind of like at, after the Ducks win the state title, like pretty quickly. So, do you think he leaves like in January and then he comes back? Like, in 18 months, essentially, a year and a half? Yeah, I think Bombay leaves, like, February, February-ish. And then he goes and he, yeah, exactly. It comes back, like, spring, summer-ish. Or maybe, like, May. Yeah. Because the Goodwill games are in the summer. Yeah. And by that time, Charlie's mom's already remarried. So, like, there's got to be some time for that, you know? There is some time to... So, we're looking at a decent time period here and now you look at it and what do the ducks do in between that that 18 do they have a team there or is it just so we're gonna call it like a 15 month time frame at least okay so there's obviously another season that goes by correct and so uh, are they playing at all well yeah i mean they're obviously doing their street hockey thing that they love to do all the time so they're doing that in the summer i guess or in the spring and then i guess yeah i mean why not they'd get maybe they finish like they limp to like a third place finish although if they did that the the, the goodwill games you know i don't know if they'd come calling if they you know played and didn't win another title you know well i'm going to hypothesize that something happened to the league cuz obviously uh, hans left True. And so I think maybe that league just kind of shut down, like, uh, or maybe, you know, they just exhausted their eligibility in that league. You know, they, they were too old to play in that league, and maybe they decided not to not to play competitively yet until, like, high school or something. Maybe the Goodwill Games got on it early and set up, like, a traveling team for them and kind of did, like, the road show, you know, where they go oh, around. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah. yeah, maybe they did that, and they'd have groupies on the road, you know. 
Well, All right, let's 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 pump the brakes a little bit on that. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk for the groupies, but there is the U- U.S. national team development program. They take seventeen and eighteen year olds, and they're basically Team USA, and they travel around. And they play like junior teams and whatnot. So, it's a, there's a there's a model for it in place if we do that. Now, let's get to Charlie. He goes to Jan's. He's working at with Jan at Hans's skate shop, and Jan says. When his mother remarried, Charlie hung around here a lot. I just had to hire him. So what's kind of the family situation? It doesn't seem like Charlie really likes this new guy that his mom married. Maybe the new guy doesn't like Charlie very much either. And maybe they just butt heads a lot. And he's just like, fuck this guy. I'm going to go hang out with my boy Jan. Jan's. Jan. Jan. Just Jan. Uh, I don't know. That's a good point. You know. Also, Charlie is what like thirteen now, mm-hmm. so might he might be getting the like I hate everyone stage. Well, I mean, yeah, and he's a whiny little bitch to begin with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gets imagine? he gets way into that in D three as as we've touched on. Um, so maybe that's just kind of the beginning of it. But since he still loves hockey, he doesn't kind of get in that phase yet where he hates his coach and teammates or anything yet. And so maybe he just wants to, you know, kind of be out and about. Wants to run around and not really hang out at home. I think it's definitely the beginnings of some serious teenage angst for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was probably an escape for him, really. Yeah. I mean, he does have a history of running people off, as he tells Gordon in D1. So Maybe he realizes if he hangs out around too much, he's going to run off that guy. Maybe and so. No, maybe his mom was like, Charlie, you better get the fuck out of here so you don't run this guy off. Oh. You go hang out with Jan and stay out of stay out of here. Maybe, maybe um, instead of like, being that rude about it she said you know she you, you like should become like an apprentice to yawn you know that'll be good for you and so they can do all sorts of crazy stuff but they have all sorts well, of well all right <laughs> oh, all right geez. okay so charlie charlie goes and he goes to the skate shop and he's working there now have we what do we decide on with as far as league do they just disband and the ducks did the ducks play that year and what's what's interesting when when you go like remember when the hawks are gonna like they put the fishing line yeah. to to trip them they say like i still can't believe they beat us last year mm-hmm. and so it seems like they might they might have had their uh their time frame a little bit messed up yeah i mean i guess we could say that bombay leaves in february and he's already at the cusp of the nhl like in just like three months he has connections obviously well, yeah. Basil, yeah. but I mean, he's 29 years old. Who apparently is one of the most powerful men in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> but he's 29 years old. I feel like an organization that just gives a flyer on a guy isn't going to throw him out there when they might have like a prospect they want to try out first. Well, I mean, they also wouldn't want him to sit around in the lower rungs. A good point. For, you know, I mean, they, they probably recognize the skill right away. I imagine like he was able to get some kind of tryout with the team. And they said, okay, this guy is actually really good. Let's kind of fast track him. I saw his triple deke. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, McDonald's heard about that. Yeah, that's true. My McDonald's heard about it. You know it's pretty good. Okay. So if we take away the time frame away. So so then Charlie's mom gets married in like three months. Exactly. <laughs> is there a baby on the way? Exactly. Maybe there's a, there's another little you know hellion on the way. And, yeah. and that's why Charlie Shot doesn't want to be there. Exactly. So, I mean, it's either, it's either or. But in the second scenario... 
the Ducks, I guess, don't play again until when until Gordon comes back. Which would make sense. Uh, what we what could happen is maybe the league is in transition from like winter to summer, so they miss a winter, so they're starting up again in the summer. Oh, the league is changing rules because Hans left and the thing whole disbanded. Yeah, yeah, maybe they're kind of like change under new, you know, organization under, and maybe they like they like joined with another league that plays like in the summer or something. Mm-hmm. So all the kids kind of missed out and they just practice on their own. And so the Ducks haven't played a competitive game, but you know they played street hockey. Or okay, or did the Ducks spread out? Did they go to different teams? Was that just like a one year thing and then they moved on? I don't know. I can't see them doing that really, unless there were some some serious age discrepancies that would force that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like yeah. yeah. Maybe some yeah. people weren't eligible for this league. You know. You know, as it sometimes happens. Okay. Well, I mean, I originally started it with Charlie going through this whole thing with Jan just to like get back in the hockey world, I guess. When he could, because he doesn't have a team like that. Wait, what is your question? So, Charlie, he works at the skate shop. and Why is he doing that? Yeah. I think he's just doing it because he's a little whiny little bitch and he doesn't want to be at home with the new with the new papa. Okay. I think he also is doing it like for, for to be around hockey. If he's going to be a, like away from home, may as well be around hockey, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he's not it's always be... kind of been a, a second home for him anyway. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I guess. All right. Anyway, he goes and he first guy he goes to is Jesse Hall. Now Jesse's playing street hockey. This is when he's rounding them up. Yes, and Terry. Great, great, great scene. Great scene. Mm-hmm. great scene. They got the duck call and everything. Anyway, Terry's not in the picture. It doesn't seem like maybe he's in jail. Oh, you think in jail? I'm thinking like we know that their dad. We know that obviously their dad is involved and whatnot. We don't know anything about the mom. Is there some sort of like family split here? And maybe he's living with the mom. Oh yeah, yeah maybe they decided like you know you take one, I'll take one. Or maybe he's already already working. Maybe he's already uh, off in the salt mines, as it were. Terry. Yeah. <laughs> like ten. Yeah, helping to yeah. <laughs> help helping to take care of the family, you know. Maybe he. Uh, maybe his mom like runs a store or something, and he helps out at the store. Like Goldberg helps out at uh, the, the deli. deli. Yeah. Okay. And and I obviously they don't really need Goldberg's help because you know Goldberg would just eat all the inventory. That's true. And so Terry, you know, is just like, you know, I really can't really get to hockey. Maybe he wants to be a businessman, so he's learning the family business or something. I don't know. Oh, that could be it. Terry could just get burned out at like nine years old and just not want to play, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's an interesting kind of split there because Jesse does go on, at least for the Junior Goodwill games, then he kind of disappears. But uh, So they go, and then they pick up Averman, who's working at the movie theater. But he, he brings us skates, his rollerblades, so you figure like he... He's still involved in hockey. Still yeah, he likes put rollerblades to work. Yeah, maybe that's how he gets to work. Yeah, so I mean, what's going on with Averman right now in this little time period? Mm. He's been playing a lot of video games. <laughs> I imagine he's uh, he's definitely working at the movie theater so he can save up to buy something. You know, he, since they're, what, like 13, they're kind of discovering the age where it's just like, all right, I, I kind of have to be responsible. and Maybe he's, like, saving up for a car, like, for, like, when he gets his permit next year or something. Yeah, yeah. He's probably thinking well in advance. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the car, then I'm gonna get the girls. Yeah. But first I gotta get a job. So I think it's a smart strategy. You know? You can meet the girls at the movie theater. So I don't know if Averman's got the game for that, but who knows? 
And then, so working they, at a movie theater, by the way, is a very cush job for a young person. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy. And so, it's insider info. Here. Yeah, very probably. inside information. Okay. I mean, it's an easy job. All it's, the popcorn you can eat. <laughs> all the popcorn you can eat. I mean, it, it's not difficult. As I mean, as long as you're not like progressing up. And I mean, he's 13. Why is he gonna like move up in the company? <laughs> I mean, he's just tearing tickets. It's not hard. You know, go to the left, go to the right. So also, wait a second. Can we talk about child labor laws in 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 Minnesota for oh. a second? Yeah, he's okay. pretty young. Yeah, I mean, in my home state, you could you could be 15, but even then, I think you had to have a permit, like a from like a like a a reason why you had to to have a job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like signed by somebody, your parents, or you whatever. Can, you couldn't work more than X amount of hours. There are yeah, some things or like, like that. Past a certain time. So what is he doing? Thirteen years old. With yeah, job? that's a good question. Well, maybe his parents like. Maybe it's a mom and pop theater. Maybe it maybe look he gets like a mom and pop theater. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's in the middle of the mall of America. So I, oh, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe he lied about his age. Maybe that's why he can't play hockey because he's actually older than there everyone we go. else. Now we're getting somewhere. I think, yeah, I think he. That's good that he lied about. I think he might have just lied about his age, and then just to like get it. But I, they, you have to have some sort of documentation, right? I mean, it's the nineties. <laughs> There's no internet. You can't really look it up. You just forge that stuff. Let it all go. All right, so it's paid on the table. Maybe the movie theater wanted to hire him to have him like, oh, we've got this kind of local celebrity and he works for us and you know maybe he's there exploitation is what you're saying no i'm sure he gets a little bit something out of it yeah all the candy he can eat i want to hit on the the local celebrity point uh in a second but they go and they get goldberg at goldberg's deli yep and goldberg's between sandwiches yeah working at the deli making sandwiches that'd be a great job they have a sign our son the goalie and I feel like the press of Goldberg, especially starting goalie junior goodwill games, has really helped out Goldberg's deli. You know, oh, yeah. so that's a good point. Yeah, I bet you they cater all like the team functions too. Oh yeah. So yeah, they they're in. They're they're moving up in the world. And they were going to move back to Philly. Exactly. So I think that well, the time frame, if you think about it. Ducks become big in D one. They're on the they're on the front page of Let's Play Hockey magazine and whatnot. Goldberg's on there. Maybe the Delhi starts seeing some increase in traffic and they decide not to move back to Philly. I think that's the only explanation for them not moving back to Philly. And they have a bunch of sandwiches named after the players. Oh yeah, that's a good point. The, I mean, the goaltender could be you know chicken tender sandwich something like that. Oh, you know that's good. You have the. Uh, uh, I don't know. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll think of some and then I'll, I'll get back to it on the sandwich names. Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of dovetailing into the fame aspect. I mean, how much does, I think Goldberg's, the Goldberg Deli, obviously benefiting from the fame. How much are the kids benefiting from this, like, local celebrity at school or just like, you know, Averman working at the movie theater and whatnot? They're probably like big dogs on campus in their middle school. Getting all the girls. Or oh, the yeah. guys, in Connie's case. And, you know, I guess Connie's the only girl at that point, right? Well, there's Tammy. Oh, yeah, Tammy. Yeah. Tammy and Tommy Duncan, what happened then? They just couldn't cut it? Yeah, I think they just went back to figure skating. You know, I think they, that was just, you know, a one-time thing. Tammy didn't like it, and then... Tommy didn't really seem like he was that good. Yeah, Tommy wasn't that was good. Yeah. And then 
I think their mom eventually obviously figured it out. You know, like, hey, like, where were you guys all winter? <laughs> yeah. So I think the mom got pissed, and then, the, yeah, he, they just pushed him back into figure skating, which I don't know if that's a good move or a bad move. But, uh, I mean, do you think they would have made Junior Goodwill Games team? Um, Maybe Tammy. Yeah, I think Tommy is too, too little. Yeah, I mean, it seems they really, like, cut all the dead weight. It's just like Carp, Peter, Tommy. They were kind of like three of the, the love, worst players. Love you, Carp. Yeah. Yeah, Carp. I mean, he's probably you know long haul trucker now. <laughs> wow. I like that for Carp. Well, okay. Well, I Eats mean, a lot of meatloaf. Not at thirteen. Like. <laughs> no, not at thirteen. So Gordon goes and he at the beginning he goes and he gives a duck call to Charlie. And says, you want to play some hockey? So I'm assuming Gordon told Charlie to round up these kids. Does Gordon just tell Charlie, like, don't get carpet, <laughs> Peter? That's a good they, point. They, like, talked before, like, they had sent letters to each other. All right, I'm going to come and round you guys up. Don't, don't, don't. tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then. Or maybe I mean, they just moved. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a. I mean, what was the economy like in Minneapolis back then? Was there a lot of, like, factories shutting down or anything? I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. I was, like, four, so. <laughs> All right, so maybe, maybe, maybe they, all these kids just kind of moved away. Peter moved away to, yeah, I mean, to a new foster family, or whatever. You know, kids move. Yeah, yeah. they seem very blue collar too. So you know, very dependent on like the plan or whatever they're working yeah. at. You know, that could be it. Carp's dad got a raise, but it was in like I don't know, moved to Chicago to be a foreman somewhere yeah. in his loving family. Yes, Carp's loving family. Uh, I mean, do, but do Peter? And Carp and Tammy and Tommy, do they see, like, because it's in the paper, like, ducks are going to be the core of Team USA. Maybe they're, like, like, bitter. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, like, what the fuck? I could have been there. I bet you, like, you know, 20 years down the road, Tommy and Peter, like, sitting at a bar, it's like, that could have been us. We should have been there. Yeah. Interesting. So, is that, I mean, as they move on in life, and maybe they have, like, a surprise run-in with the ducks. Or do they feel good about that? Do, are they, like, friends with the Ducks still? Or are they just... I guess it depends on the circumstances. Because also, you say, like, oh, they moved away, whatever. But they obviously brought in these ringers from around the country. So it's like, if they really wanted Carp, if he was living, some, like, somewhere else, they could have gotten him. I mean, unless Carp is delusional, I mean, he knows that he wasn't going to be a part of that team. You know, unless he is delusional, which in that case, you can't really help him. So I mean, Carp gave it all up for the club, though. He's blocking shots with his helmet, like getting concussions, going back in the game. He uh, Back when concussions were still funny. Yeah. Maybe so, the, maybe Carp actually had like lingering effects from that concussion, and he had to give oh, up on the game. And then he sues the league. I don't maybe know that's why the league folded. And Hans got out of there. Interesting. Interesting theory to ponder. All right, we got to get back to, okay, now, when they're rounding everybody up, they go to Banks. Banks is just practicing, you know, in his driveway. I don't think there's much on Banks, you know. I think he just kind of practices and moves on, and, you know, his family's kind of the same. Uh, I mean, any disagreement with that? No, I think he just, he's obviously, I think, the most committed. Yeah. You know, he's the one who practices by himself. Yeah. You know, he's going to be out there, you know, hitting the puck against the wall or whatever on a daily basis and he also is a, i guess would be a pretty strong candidate to be on like a, a traveling team like of you know yeah. of elites you know by himself yeah. you know what i mean yeah Separate definitely from the ducks during that thing you know what i mean 
Okay. So, and then they go to the park, and Fulton's just at the park. Like, they don't even <laughs> pick him up. That's just a coincidence. So, is Fulton just, like, sleeping at the park? What's going on with Fulton? Because we know he's a very, he's a, he's like, a, a wanderer. We know he's a wanderer. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he was just hanging out. I don't <laughs> Stalking those Hawks players. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I mean, how do they find him? Are they, do they know he's in the park? Because... It seems like they go and find him, and then they yeah, go. Yeah, maybe that's they're, they're on their way to meet him, and maybe he lives like just around the park, and he hangs out at the park. Right, and they know he's always there. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, well, we'll cut through the park. Maybe he's there. If not, we'll go to his house. Yeah. And so they're going through. Yeah. They're going to go to the alley. And so they're go- they're cutting through the park, and that's when McGill and what's his name are there? Larson. Larson, yeah, they're hanging out. And Fulton, you know, he's, he eyes them, and he's like, oh, they're going to try and do something because they got this, this fish net with, or the fish wire with them. Sidebar, so. is he, like, stalking them? Yeah. Maybe he just sees them. I mean, this is, like, a popular park. Maybe that's where, like, the kids are after school in the early summer. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. But so Fulton, and then they go, and they, they go to, like, the donut place or wherever they're at, and they meet Don Tibbles and everything. Uh, now, Don... He he wins over the kids, right? Does Don do any like background checks on these kids and what they're doing? Is he scouting? Do you think the he like gave Gordon the roster? Said these are the kids that you're bringing. Oh, interesting. Strong armed him. I was well, maybe. I mean, they might have put their heads together and said like, you know, give me all your ducks, and he lists them out, you know, Carp, Peter, Charlie, Banks, whatever, and they go through. And Gordon, he's obviously a pretty good evaluator of talent. He can be like, yeah, Banks, Charlie, you know, yeah, get Averman, Connie, Gee. And then it's like goes to Peter. He's like, I don't know about Peter. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can definitely see him striking names from that list. But do you think? Well, Tibbles will actually would have to bring up the the Ringers, though. Do you think Gordon would be down with the Ringers, or would he just be like, "This is my team"? No, I, I think, no, team. I think, he'd be I think down. he'd be down. Yeah, Gordon's smart, and he knows he this is this is USA. Yeah. Okay. Now, one thing at the beginning, when Gordon meets Tibbles. Tibble said, Jan has been pitching you for months. Which brings it back to the time period type thing. Because if Jan is pitching Gordon for months, that means he's still playing while while Jan is pitching Gordon to be like the head coach of the Junior Goodwill Games team. So does Jan just not believe in Gordon Bombay? Or is this just like a lucky coincidence? What, what would the time frame be? Like when would the season end for minor league hockey? I guess he could just assume that he could do it in the off season, just as like yeah. Because if it ends like in in June, maybe he can like go right from minor league to coaching, which I think would be devastating to Gordon's professional ambitions. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I mean, like if you miss the playoffs, you're probably out in early April, maybe late March. But if you go to the playoffs, you're going till like mid June, maybe early June. So and and maybe it is too, just kind of a thing like you know, keep him in mind if it doesn't work out. You know, maybe, maybe Jan. Like a, this is your guy, but if he doesn't work out in the minors, this if, is definitely if something like happens to happen to his knee. If a certain player <laughs> yes, happens maybe to Norbert, did Tibbles, did Hendricks pay whoever to Norbert. knock? Oh, to knock out? so they could get a coach. Interesting, because because Tibbles is all about marketing. It's true, and he knows he can sell Gordon. And like Jan is like when he first talks to Gordon Bombay, he's like. The Junior Goodwill Games team still doesn't have a coach. Like they've been looking, but they don't have a coach. Like they they just haven't been able to get anybody. So they're kind of desperate. They're looking for somebody. So oh, this is all coming together again. Norbert 
was hired by Don Tibbles to take out Gordon's knee. And he got the information from Jan about, like, because we know Gordon's got a bad knee. But does everybody know that? I don't, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting stuff. So, wait, wait, quick sidebar. Does Riley get any consideration for Goodwill Games coach? Interesting. I point. mean, he's like a 20 time champion. No? Well, I think, uh, I think no, like, he might get, like, considered, but I think, A, he couldn't beat the Ducks. And B, like they I can't mean, market him. He's exactly. He's not like the. They don't want yeah, like the cutthroat coach. They that's, want the. That's true. You know. But I mean, he is the, easily the most successful coach of the two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Tibbles was trying just to win, he might go Riley. Okay. But that's a good point. He's he's all about the marketing. Mm-hmm. He's all about the marketing. Yeah. And can you imagine Riley in a press conference? He'd be antagonistic. He's and Bill Belichick. Yeah. yeah. If you want to win, that's great. But if you want to, you know, sell jerseys, you want to sell. Uh, so Wheaties boxes. It's true. Exactly. And I mean, we had talked about like maybe the Junior Goodwill Games is just a setup for Hendrix Hockey marketing, like the whole thing. So, it's true. Yeah. I mean, they probably could have gotten someone else, but who knows how much they were offering and whatnot. And maybe they took advantage of Gordon, but Gordon's a lawyer. So I don't know how he could really be taken advantage of. Uh, I mean, so in between this time, Connie... Uh, oh well, I mean, we didn't talk about Connie Gee at all. Yeah, I guess they. Uh, we see them they started dating. Yeah, we see them about to make out at the old. They they reservoir. spend the entire summer or off season almost making out all summer long. Yeah. <laughs> just like, they just, never get to do it because they always get interrupted. Yeah, Gee is like the most sexually frustrated teen in the world. <laughs> I c- I can imagine like Averman always just showing up, and maybe Gee's like Averman, why don't you just go get a job or something? Stop wrecking everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay so does connie because it's weird for connie to be like a girl and playing with these dudes like does connie think she is gonna be with the ducks like are they sticking together or is this like kind of a does she think like it's over for her and for, the ducks? with the ducks yeah i don't know what after <laughs> after D1, does Connie think they're like, okay, that was fun, but we're done? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm thinking like, okay, they got like, because they were like the ragtag group and like, oh, they have a girl on their team, like whatever. But now they're good and everyone's like, oh, the Ducks are the like the darlings of Minneapolis or whatever. And now I think like the players come in and they're like, hey, we're, uh, we're good. We're going to form like a solid team. Maybe we get like the best player from the Jets, bring him over, you know. Who knows? And they're like, oh, Connie, you're a girl. Because, I mean, they're like Con- nine. Connie was pretty good, though. Yeah, but they're like nine. So, yeah. you know, you mm-hmm. never know. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess she did prove herself. So, who knows? Who knows? But, I mean, what did what did Gee do? Like, what is Gee doing during the summer? He's wearing some weird scarves. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's almost making out with Connie. Okay. All summer. <laughs> Just, or all off season. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for Connie? Is she? Well, I've, I've, she's, she's stingy. She's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big Connie Fitch. Connie's, Connie wrongs G, G a lot by not, you know, actually making out with him. So that's what, that's what I feel about that. Okay. So, like, they don't have jobs or anything. They're just down no. at the reservoir almost making I, out all I mean, the time. G seems like the kind of guy who would volunteer. I just kind of get that feeling about him. <laughs> I like it. Like like he goes down to the shelter like twice a week or something like that. And that you know that's another aspect of him that like Connie likes. 
Like maybe he's volunteering. Volunteers with puppies and stuff like that. Oh, maybe like the soup kitchen or something. I don't know about puppies. Chicks love puppies. Well, sure. Okay. I I think we passed over Casey Conway's relationship too, and then she just she just remarries this dude. Like, is this? Like, how does this whole thing happen? And I guess, are we, which time frame are we going, first of all? Are we going with the 15 months type deal or like the three months type deal? I think the 15 months makes more sense. Yeah. If, if we're saying the league is like kind of pushed back. Okay. Or maybe they're like, they're kind of out of age eligibility for that one league. And so they're going to the new one, but you have to wait a little bit longer for it to start. And also, I mean, I know like kids at that age like grow really fast, but it does seem to be. Like they are a lot bigger and older, so the <clears throat> so the fifteen month time frame makes more sense. Okay, yeah. in my head at least. I don't know if that makes any sense. I mean, it makes it like a little more okay for Casey Conway to get remarried, but like it's still like not that long of a Pretty time. Rushed. You know, it's, it's, it's also interesting because we find out uh, Gordon is twenty eight at the time of mm-hmm. D one, and so Casey, how old she? I mean, how old is she? In That's a really good point. Well, it's like I she could she be like 30. Maybe she had Charlie really young, so she could be 30, but she could be like so, 38. Yeah. 17 when she had Charlie? Yeah. I mean, it. yeah, sure, it's feasible. So, I mean, like. But she doesn't, she certainly doesn't look like she's in her late 20s in D1. Then again, neither does Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, yeah, maybe she just looks old. I don't know, but. It's just weird that she like goes all this time without like having the right guy or meeting her, and then like bam, right away she's married. Maybe it was because Charlie was on a traveling team and he wasn't around, so finally a guy stuck around, and she was like, "Oh, I gotta marry this dude," and she convinced him to to propose, and they got married while Charlie was away with this traveling team, and he couldn't chase this dude off. Well, maybe Charlie, after D1, he stopped being... I kind of felt like he was really protective of his mom. And, like, you know, single mom, you know, there's no man, whatever. And so he had to kind of be, like, the man of the house. And then after, you know, D1, he realizes he doesn't have to be the man of the house. Like, Casey's independent, and since he has, like, the good relationship with Bombay, he's able to kind of, you know, branch out. He doesn't feel like he needs to be at home all the time protecting her or whatever, you know, whatever. You always go so much more serious than I do. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm trying to... Offer different options than the Charlie, you know, somehow traveling team and Casey. I like it. I I mean, it's not that your reasoning isn't, you know, plausible, but I'm just offering something else. All right. Because we already we've already uh, deduced that Charlie is obviously not at home as much, and so maybe it's like. And also, I think Charlie didn't have as many friends like in the early stages of D1. Remember, they called him Spazway, whatever. That's true. Who deserved it? And so, yeah, maybe he's just kind of coming out of a shell, and, and so he's not as home as much. Maybe it's not traveling hockey. But, yeah, she's able to meet a man because Charlie isn't there all the time. Interesting. A lot to think about. Tommy, you have your best movie theater story in, like, two minutes. Um, Best movie theater story. <laughs> uh, some lady, like, crapped all over the floor. <laughs> that was a... Uh... <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That was uh, that was bad. I I didn't have to clean it up though. Thankfully. All right. That's a good note to go down on. You want to hear more <laughs> great stuff? Go to thequicktech.com. Contact us. iTunes. Give us five stars review. Send us your sandwich name requests. Yeah, for Goldberg's Deli. Oh, that's a good business idea. Find <laughs> the actual Goldberg's Deli and make it okay. 
and Quack Attack uh, at Quack Attack Pod on Twitter. You know what to do. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack quack.